2: Welcome to Girls on Porn, I'm Rachel.
3: I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Today we are joined by a very special guest... Welcome to Margaret Cho! Yay! Hi. Hi! Oh my
2: god, thank you so much for coming on the show! Thank you, thank you. We're such big fans. I'm so excited, thank you. Margaret Cho is a five-time Emmy and Grammy-nominated comedian, in case you didn't know. She was most recently seen as a guest star in Law & Order SVU and The Masked Singer. Margaret was named one of the 50 best stand-ups of all time by Rolling Stone, and she has traveled Worldwide for over two years with her fresh off the bloat tour. She's the host of the aptly named Margaret Show podcast, uh, which is on Erios, and new episodes come out on Tuesdays. And finally, she's a sex positive babe and advocate for queer rights and anti bullying. Margaret, what a perfect fit for you to be on the show. (laughs) I love it. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
2: Um, So, first and foremost, do you watch porn? Have
0: you ever watched porn? Was this your first time? Have you heard of porn? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I do. Um, I watch a variety of it. I do love, um, I love vintage porn. Um. I love, um, We Magazine is kind of my latest obsession, which is, uh, it was uh, a European porn, not porn, it's sort of softcore porn magazine that was bought by, I think, um, Playboy, in the seventies at some point. And then, um, so now I've been buying up old issues of it and I buy it off of closeted, um, men who were dads <laughs> in the seventies who like bought it to put on, um, you know, put, put their like, uh, wives at ease. <laughs> and so they're like, uh, pristine issues that have never been opened and um, never been touched. And I buy them from guys named Bruce and Scotty. (laughs) <laughs> and <they're, laughs> they've, like, From still got breaks. their subscription cards inside intact. Oh, my and, God. Uh, wow. They're really beautiful. Um, they're, like, so funny. And they always have, like, these, like, little, like, ads for, like, cocaine spoons. Oh, and, oh wow. Um, <laughs> uh, satin sheets oh. and um, Spanish fly <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's like all of, you know, I love pubes and I Mm -hmm. love um, the kind of like soft focus photography that's kind of, it sort of emulates uh, Gibson girls, like the big poofy hair and um, like uh, the 70s Victoriana, like Mm -hmm. the 70s, they had this thing about they wanted to look like the Victorians also. Mm. Yeah. Um, And do that kind of weird, like... uh, yeah, Gibson girl hair, but, like, what porn might have looked like at the turn of the
3: century or before. Mm. Lots of lace, you know. So it's, like, double-layer vintage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, like, double-layer vintage. It's, they also like like the 1930s um, and the, like, uh, sort of 1940s. So I, I do love um, – I like vintage porn. I like vintage European porn. Um, oh, I, I like vintage lesbian European porn. So like seventies, and nineteen eighties. Everybody looks like ABBA, kind of. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> like very totally. blunt haircuts and like little petite mm-hmm. girls with like cool haircuts, kind of mm-hmm. Nordic.
0: Yeah, and everybody has um. There's it's sort of before plastic surgery, so you had right. very real bodies. You know, right, you yeah. had very um. Uh, Like a very a a very big sense of like people were getting into porn, um, in 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 like a a way that they really did like sex. So there was a porn star named uh, Mary Millington. Mm. There's a documentary about her on Hulu, and uh, she was like four foot eleven or something, and she um, was sort of like this pint the sort of pint size like princess, and she looked very upscale, but she was very into sex. And so she was sort of like their answer to, I guess, Marilyn chambers or whatever. Yeah. And, Mm. uh, so she was a very high, high in demand porn star. And, um, she, uh, was really, really popular. And, and I, and I really like her because she seemed very, very into it too. Like she was (laughs) very excited by the intensity of the sex. And so I love that kind of era of porn star. I like, um, a misty opening of misty beethoven and um jamie gillis and like the mm. early sort of thing where you would go to like a porn theater with um your boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. and watch yeah. a you know a big production wow. movie yeah like very the golden, golden age, age of, of porn, of porn. Yeah. yeah i mean there's a lot of exploitation and a, of course a lot of horrible stories that come out of that period yeah. but of at the same time like i like the um the drama and the thought of like, oh, well, there was a time where this might have been something, you know, the sort of before AIDS, before like real, like the real scourge of like herpes or whatever yeah. we think of as STDs and a time of like where sexual like emancipation could have been in our grasp. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, where well, we had um, the pill and we had this idea that maybe we could have sort of the equality of the sexes. We could have a kind of, it was in our reach in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really
3: the, the peak of the first wave of the sexual revolution, I guess. Yeah. yeah. At least here. It was hopeful.
2: You know, it was (laughs) was a hopeful time. Yeah. Pre play. So like,
0: I like that idea. So that, that, that that to me is a kind of like thing of like, and I could see like my parents kind of coming to um, the edge of that. Like I could see like, this um, thing of this awakening happening. And it's, we were in San Francisco and I could sort of witness part of that happening. Yeah. Um, so I idealized that time. And I think, well, um, I wish that... Not, I don't know if I wish that I was around then because I know there was a lot of complexity, but that's why I like all that porn of that era. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I collect a lot of it. But it's the funniest thing to ha- to get these giant <laughs> boxes from like Etsy. <laughs> Of like, you know, porn that's like untouched from like 40 years ago, like 48 years ago, uh, you know, like July 1973... Yeah, a magazine that has not been opened
3: wow i have a couple of vintage playboys <laughs> but they've definitely like seen some like there's like notes on the outside <laughs> yeah. of some of them or like someone's like writing time stamps for some oh. reason like I, I don't have anything oh. pristine mm. i'm jealous of that but yeah. i i feel you on the aesthetic yeah for sure that's
0: really i mean that's really touching too i have a couple of really hardcore magazines um there's uh my um My friend turned me on to this series called Puritan, which is the other side, which is actually like hardcore porn. Hmm. Um, That's like, um, it has been touched a little bit, but, and those are... um, It's printed? But those mix... It's printed. And it's probably from like 1989, 88. And so you had like early um, websites in there, like early kind of... uh, a uh, very early um angelfire.com internet slash dildo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and the printing Check is out very my like it's off and it's very yeah it's very um the the spines are really weak so the the pages fall out yeah easily yeah. So that kind mm. of stuff is, it's fragile. But mm. so, but you know that it hasn't been look, worked over that much because all of it would have fallen out right. already.
3: Yeah. Wait, can I go back? You mentioned your parents yeah. being on like the edge of this sexual moment. Do, would you say they were progressive and you were kind of aware of their sex lives at all? Yeah. oh, yeah. Cool. A little
0: bit. Well, they were, um, they owned a gay bookstore in San Francisco right. in oh. the 70s. So Amazing. they owned a gay, but bought a gay bookstore in 1977. Wow. Hmm. So they had, um, they, they were at the beginnings of, um, Harvey Milk's political career. Right. Mm. They had employees who were working with Harvey Milk and marching with him. They were there for his assassination, wow. like around his, um, memorial yeah. and around that, that political movement. Yeah. And, um, so they, and they were there, like, um, they were helping, helping, uh, Ed Hardy, um, who's a tattooist, sell sell mm-hmm. his early tattoo time books and modern primitives books in the early um, 80s, mid-80s. Wow. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: they were like around that kind of, they weren't um, kind of, um, they, they'd escaped like Korea in the 60s. And so they were uh, in this period where they didn't have to behave anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, they were very much like kind of, in this, like, fleeing mentality mm. where they didn't have to be, like, so controlled in their behavior. And so they smoked pot. They were in San Francisco. <laughs> and Yeah. They uh, definitely were acting up. Yeah. And I know... I don't know, like, the details.
3: That's awesome because you sometimes hear of, like, the opposite reaction of, like, right. folks immigrating from oppressive governments and then uh, being very straight-laced, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of mm-hmm, awesome yeah. that they embraced that escapism and the sort of like right. different elements of revolution. That's really cool.
2: And how lucky to kind of grow up with like a, a freedom around and like n- no shame around like sexuality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible, but it's also yeah. like this thing of like, you know, um, not really knowing. Cause they also would never necessarily share it oh. or, you know, they still like, it's still like a mystery. Like I don't really know. And they would never really share, I only know like kind of what I would see, okay y- mm-hmm. you could never really like they still have that sort of wall of like mm. nothing's going on right mm. right you'd never really know, and they would never tell me even now, mm. they would never tell me all I know is kind of like the sort of what i what I think happened, but I do know that like there is a very um Thin veil of, like, monogamy. Like, I know that they all had affairs with each other. Like, all of the generation that came over <laughs> wow. um, with each other, uh, like, they, their sort of class um, of, like, students, of all the that, that generation of Koreans that came over, they all had affairs with each other. So we all sort of resemble each other, all like the kids who <laughs> 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 our parents are. Entirely I think my parents Are my parents But I'm, I'm not entirely sure We're not entirely sure And so Like that That's the kind of thing Of like There's a lot of the Things that we're just Never gonna know Right Huh so, um,
3: I would be so curious, I but know. I guess if yeah. it's like sort of a tight knit community, it's different than being right. like, I have to find my dad on the other side of the planet. Yeah. I mean, just start passing out,
2: start passing out 23andMe <laughs> yeah. kits, you know,
0: the mysteries are never going to be ever solved, but it, it, it is cause, because that's the part of it. That's like, they're going to re- retain like the secrecy of it because mm. that's very Korean. Sure. Totally. That's the part of the culture. They're going to keep up the appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I know that they didn't play by the rules, which is which is a great thing. Yeah. I think that's great um were was, was some of
2: your first experiences with porn in your parents' like bookstore
0: um yeah, because they had like a huge gay section yeah. like that was very much like there was a, a gay um so we had uh magazines that were like all of the gay porn magazines like Blue boy and honcho and mm-hmm. like um. So, they were up there, and they they were, like, with all, like, the penthouse, and I don't think that we had Hustlers, but we had, like, Skin 2. Skin 2 was probably, like, later... Like, we had, like, the Fetish magazines, which I think is pretty crazy. Yeah. But we had, like, Skin 2, and we had, like... um, I think we had, like, uh, the Trans magazines, which were... um, a lot of... And then I, I believe we had, like, equestrian ones, too. like
3: oh.
0: The um p- pony play ones. Yeah. Like, we had, like, a bunch of the different sort of... Um, but there was, like... I know that there was a trans magazine, and the, but we had a bunch of the different periodicals, and then we had um, Passport, which was um, one that was for admirers of Asian men, and it was kind oh. of like... Um, this uh it, it was almost like a dating magazine for um Asian men to put their pictures in so that white men could contact them it was something wow. like that. oh so it was almost like a passport magazine I, I wasn't entirely shit. Yeah. yeah it was pre-internet <laughs> yeah this is like 80s um stuff so it was kind of like almost like a like um a sort of a G- dating guide and then we had mm. the Bob Damrons which were these big um gay guys where it was sort of like these books that were uh places that were almost like pre uh gay bo- gay gay guides that were like places you could go where it was gay to be safe mm. to go mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's like this isn't necessarily a gay bar but it's cool they're cool with it if right. you're go- you're gay you're yeah. Really safe yeah it's safe to go. And then it was like, then it was more like, this is a gay place. This is a gay place. So that, that kind of stuff. Um, and then oh. we had these like rolling racks or these like circular racks full, full of like gay romance novels Ooh. that would have like a, a boy with like, um, a really shag, shag haircut oh. and like a tank top. And that would just say cobalt. <laughs> and it would be like a drawing of a, a, late teens or early 20s boy the tank top yeah. like a blue tank top <laughs> right. in a parking lot oh. with his thumbs in his jeans with cutoffs yeah. and like a full I moon. Know.
3: What a fantasy. <laughs> <That's hot. laughs> Dreaming, And, Dreaming. and like. it would just be co- <laughs> yeah.
0: co- cobalt and it would just be like you know, with very full lips. Yeah. And it would just be like this very crude drawing. And it was just like funny. But of course, the lesbian section was like very like overwrought of like all Jeanette Winterston. Like very sad. Like, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> you know, it's just like really like the lesbian section was always like really sad of like. <laughs> billy jean king and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our bodies ourselves <laughs> like it was like always like super Not like unfair. sad of like very or, like, self-serious super serious or like vegan cooking or like <laughs> just like you know like never like the lesbian section was always like wanting because i think that the women that worked uh with my father were just like Older and like mm. super like, um, it was like that era of like lesbian that was just um, very, and- we had a lot of Andrea Dworkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that kind of like attitude of like um, very pa- uh, kind of uh, puritanical, that second huh. wave. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like before the third wave feminism of like, like third wave sex positive. That yeah. was before Susie Bright.
3: When Susie Bright
0: came, then it was like everything shifted. Mm
3: -hmm. Um,
0: Susie Bright sort of Susie Bright and like Carol Queen like mixed it up a lot, Mm yeah, and changed everything. And then um, I think I think their influence really moved everything along. But it was definitely kind of before then. It was like so um, dry (laughs) and vegan.
3: Yeah, you landed in like the more drab, like just. Buttoned up, like practical yeah. home life, lesbian phase, <laughs> yes. and like political vegan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
0: know. It was so sad though, because like all of the guys were like had like cobalt right. and like <laughs>
2: so unfair. And
0: the trans community was very like the trans community was really happening and hopping too. You know, they were mm, having yeah. such a great time because a lot of like there was a lot of stuff going on and there were a lot of people um, starting to. Um, become more and more political and become more and more active and and Mm -hmm. and having like this kind of moment of in san francisco there was this thing of like oh we're gonna actually like become more revolutionary more politicized yeah but the lesbians were still (laughs) like trying to figure out their their sexuality yeah or how to
3: position themselves too. And I mean that politically and yeah. like culturally, yeah. not necessarily sexually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
0: that is kind of yeah, yeah. I worked at Stormy Leather, and that sort of changed my own perspective on it. That I was like, oh, I was hanging out with a different crowd then. Yeah, mm. got it.
3: Speaking of positioning, <laughs> yeah, should we talk <laughs> yes. a little about like the topic, which is tribbing? Yeah, specifically. Uh, I mean, we've talked yes. a lot about like print media. Would you say yeah. that, like tribbing is something? I mean, it's it's a uh, well, I guess we should define it first for right. our listeners, not right. I mean many of them will know, but just right. to be super academic for a moment, I think we can. Yeah. Tribbing is a sexual
2: practice in which a person rubs their vulva against their partner's body for sexual stimulation, especially for stimulation
3: of the clitoris. The term entered English through the French tribade derived from the Latin tribus, a direct transliteration of Greek meaning to rub. In a parallel development to the Greek source, the French term fricatrice, derived from the Latin fricatrix, Colloquial English in the Renaissance often use the term rubster for tripping. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a rubster, so, let's be honest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it can include vulva-to-vulva vulva contact or rubbing the vulva against a partner's thigh, stomach, buttocks, arm, or other body part, excluding the mouth.
3: A pillow. Does pillow yeah. count? Does, like, an object? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, question. going back to the other question, like, tripping in porn, like... Hotly contested, controversial topic. Yeah.
0: I mean, why not though? I mean, why is it controversial? I think it's great. I think yeah. there's a
2: lot of people who assume, who don't understand that there's like, that when they think of tribbing, they think only of scissoring,
0: you know? Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that that's oh, why uh-huh. it's like an issue because, um, I've, in researching this episode, it's like so many, uh, you know, famous queer women were like, scissoring isn't a thing. Um, but I think it's more the idea of, like, mainstream porn's concept of scissoring.
3: Yeah, it's rejecting, because I, th- I think where the controversy comes from, too, is a lot of, like, male gazy lesbian porn, yes. which is just frankly not lesbian porn. It's a lot of times, like, just straight performers, right. like, tepidly kissing each other and then Ooh. performing sex acts that look a lot like... Straight sex acts of just, just like just pumping scissoring. but not <laughs> just actually scissoring. getting like friction. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just doing yeah. crotch to crotch stuff exclusively, right. but in a way that you're like, you're not even getting the friction there. Right. You yeah. know? Uh, and and depicting lesbian sex with a very uh straight vibe, you know. So I think that's mm-hmm. where the like is scissoring a thing comes from. But I think like tribbing is absolutely a thing, as is scissoring, but it's just right. like depicted wrong in a lot of the mainstreamy like male-centric porn.
2: Scissoring is a way yeah. to trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Correct me if I'm for wrong. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. What Evan. I've learned in my you know, two days of researching for this episode, I'm an expert now.
3: <laughs> I think you do a little bit more about that prior, but I appreciate you owning your new knowledge there's something also, I think, the appeal
2: of for, tr- for people to search for tribbing other than, like, it's a sex act that they do. But there's also kind of something um, innocent a little bit about it. Like, when I think about, like, the first time of, like, myself masturbating, it was tripping, mm. you know. But I just didn't know what it was. It just was, like, me, like, you know, dry humping a pillow or, like, rubbing my vulva on, like, a stuffed animal or, like, the ch- armchair of, like, a lazy boy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I was not one of those kids. I didn't experiment with a pillow because like some of my first masturbation which was like a shower head like I went from zero to 60 and skipped the whole (laughs) pillow phase but dry humping was like definitely a thing in my early like partner experiments for sure Mm.
0: yeah there used to be this weird toy that was like that you would attach to like um remember iPods
3: (laughs) 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 yeah but there was like this weird
0: um this weird toy that was like a pink cone and that you could attach oh. to an iPod, and then it would like vibrate vibrate to like an iPod, and then you could. Oh, um, uh. And it was like um, it was oddly shaped, but it was for tribbing. and it, oh, w- it was yeah. something like you could. It would. It was like a vibrator, but it was like a big sort of cone, and um, and it was just oddly shaped. And I remember because I I worked for um, Good Vibrations for a time, and I served on their board, oh. and I would get these like toys that I would. Uh, kind of um, d- to sort of decide whether or not they would make them for sale, or decide if they would buy oh. them for sale. Like try try to see if right. we would buy a whole bunch of them to sell them. And it was mm-hmm. one of those ones that was like it was like seventy five dollars, and it was kind of like, are people going to buy this? Because it's kinda, it's like you link you Bluetooth it to your phone or your your iPod, and then you decide like you, well, you would play music through it. It was kind of a speaker, but it was mostly just for vibration. And mm. but it it was just so oddly shaped. But it was just for tribbing. Yeah, and mm. I could see how it would um, it would make sense. But it was just a, the word learning curve of it. It was obviously somebody's kink, mm, but yeah. it was something like like that. It was just like for tribbing. I think it would probably work better if it was more like um, a tube. Instead of a cone, mm. like a like if it yeah. was instead of like this sort of thing, if it was like longer, you could
2: like ride on it like a sibian or something.
0: Yeah, if it was like I have yeah. a um, a motor bunny, which is um, a short oh. sibian. It's like a small sibian. Um, because the sibian, it also the sibian will like f- shut off a breaker. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this sibian, yeah. it'll make you go outside it'll and blow have blow out flip. your whole house. Yeah, you have to flip a switch. You have to go outside. Reset to your, your power box. You need someone. Yeah, you need someone. It's... Yeah, by
2: like the circuit. You know.
0: PG and E will have to come out if you turn yeah. on your sippy. It's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> so I have a motor bunny, but the problem with the motor bunny is that it takes uh, it takes so long to set it up. I'm not gonna set right. it up. Right. If it, it's it's so annoying, so it just collects dust. Mm-hmm. It's it's really <laughs> annoying. But if uh, there was a time where I would actually like set it up, it, 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 if if I was more inclined to do it, I would. But it, it is like a short Sibia. Yeah. I thought like I was motivated to do it, I would do it. But what's cool about it is it does have like um the uh silicone like um things like so it's got like a thing on it that you can you can attach um dildos to it. Oh. Mm. And you can you can ride it like mm-hmm. you can put like a different attachment onto on it. Of so of that it, yeah. that part of it I really like. Yeah. And there's I have another a thing that'll like rotate it and you could have like you know, different things. But I don't like to ride... I don't like... It. I wish that it was um, something that you could recline. Uh, yeah. Because I don't like to sit on it. Yeah. I, I'm not a, a sort of cowgirl or reverse yeah. cowgirl rider. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. You wish the position was reversed so that you could be more like... I want to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be on my back. Yeah. <laughs> or
0: on my stomach, at least. It's not... Right, it, yeah. It's just not comfortable to sit up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a male fantasy kind of... I don't think any... I don't think anybody like I'm I'm probably biased but I don't think anybody likes to be on top. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no. I'm lying here, okay? Yeah. yeah. It's a very weird thing. I'm laying here and I've got like one hand on a toy and then the yeah. other hand is turning the lights off.
3: <laughs> I love a sideways <laughs> yeah. vibe because everybody gets to recline a little bit, but everybody could get some pleasure that way. Yeah. I love
0: a sideways vibe. Yeah. I love a sideways vibe. I love a back vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, on top just, but on top laying down. That'd be nice. I mean, it's it's like... I I feel like reclined is the only way to really have all of my attention. When I'm upright, yeah. I'm really separated from the situation. Yeah, yeah, that's a good
3: way of putting it. Even when I'm like masturbating, like sitting up. I don't know. I like to be able to relax most of my yeah. body and like just focus on the pleasure center. So right. that totally makes yeah. sense to me. Like, if I'm sitting, Writing up, feels performative. Yeah. and it feels like exercise, which I
2: don't. Right. Like to. If do. If I'm sitting up, yeah. I'm like slowly just hunching more and more and more until I get like <laughs> fully into like my legs behind my head because you know like your body just starts like
0: to convulse and 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 contract. <laughs> and then I'm a pretzel. Yeah, I've never felt um, engaged if I'm sitting up in any sexual situation. It's, it's really just, um, to get into a different position. So, uh, the, the motor bunny is not my favorite thing. I, I used to have a fucking machine that was like a, um, a crank. Oh, Oh, that was on that. You attached with a, um, vice to the dining room table, but, <laughs> yes. um, I, I can't find it, which is really weird. And I'm, I, cause I, m- I moved and then I moved back yeah. and then I feel like, and I didn't move the stuff in my house Uh-oh.
3: to. You feel like somebody <laughs> like, slipped that out? Uh-oh. I, think,
0: I think somebody moved it, and I'm like afraid to ask. Who like, took my <laughs> fucking
2: machine? <laughs> <laughs> Who took it?
0: And then I had a I had a fuck that um somebody made out of um it. I I used to go to that you know kink dot com. Oh yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. We talked the, about the, it
0: a bunch the, uh, at the the arm the armory. So they gave me a fuck that they made out. You know um uh at um fuckingmachines.com mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they made me um so they had like a, a sawzall that they they detached they they put a dildo on it oh right oh, wow. so it had a fuck saw that was like and so they gave it to me but without any kind of a case or anything oh. <laughs> and they gave, and i live in LA so they gave it to me in San Francisco and i had to take it on the plane <laughs> to LA and I didn't have a case. I just had to take it like hand carry it and check it and it was really like and I'm sex positive of course right. but it's just embarrassing to take it to Southwest and be like um here is there an extra charge for this or <laughs> and they were like okay and I just took it and I picked it up and then I just uh, I brought it and I can't find that either so I'm like oh, um boy. So there's a lot of stuff. I, I mean, it's in this house somewhere, but I don't know. I mean, this is what quarantine is for.
2: <laughs> this is what quarantine yeah. is for, is to find all of your sex machines.
3: <laughs> I'll find it somewhere. Hunt them down. <sighs> or they're just still on, like, they're in the overhead compartment of, like, a Southwest flight somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Continually circling the country. Yeah.
2: I have some fun stats, if anyone wants to hear them. By all yes. means. Okay, cool. So women are 664% more likely than men to search for tribbing on Pornhub. Uh, the term Ooh. comes in third place on a list of terms women are more likely to search for than men after eating pussy and pussy licking. Tight. Um, in 2003, Julia V. Bailey and her research team published data pu- based on a sample from the United Kingdom of 803 lesbian and bisexual women attending two London lesbian and bisexual health clinics um and from that sample they've reported that 85 percent of the women engaged in tribidism 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 tribidism
3: did we talk about the pronunciation of that of the word (laughs) we didn't specifically talk about the pronunciation of that word but tribidism feels right tribidism Tribidism is how the internet tried to tell me it was but that felt excessive i don't know tribidism (laughs) yeah
2: which made me yeah. feel good, because I feel like after when I was researching this episode, so many people were like, scissoring isn't a thing, you know? And now I'm like, I don't know what to believe.
3: <laughs> like, anti-scissoring sort of had a, a moment, and then multiple surveys yeah. went out, about, like, to queer populations being like, do you do this? And I'm right. like, yeah, it happens. Yeah.
2: Like, we it do happens, it. But it's not exclusive. It's just not
3: the way it's depicted in most
2: porn. I'm going to blame blue as the warmest color. I feel like that was the thing that people got pissed off about,
3: you know? Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that also, you know, was a problematic shoot for other reasons. So I think there were just, like, a lot of complications swirling about that. And then, you know, naturally and understandably, I think the queer community, too, was, like, maybe some real lesbians, (laughs) like, in your casting process. Yeah. And, like,
2: something other than just scissoring. Yeah.
0: I've done it to uh, an extent, but not really in the way that I've seen it and not yeah. in that movie, right. not, uh, not on the way in that movie, but I've, I've definitely done it. Just
2: exclusively for 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I've, I've not done it that long, but I've yeah. definitely done it. Right. Um,
3: but not in the way that I've seen it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But I also feel like for me, it's like a appetizer to the meal. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. It can be an arousing way to like engage with someone else's body but i'm yeah. not like doing it as a finisher no. and, uh, maybe it's just me too oh, like no, no. I, I, yeah. it's hard for me to come just from like someone else's hands so like right. a vibe getting involved is yeah. is super helpful yeah i do um, love it oh like, yeah
0: that yeah you need i need that yeah, yeah. i That's do very
2: important love the friction like i am a fan of like grinding on someone's thigh
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah yeah you know. for sure yeah but again, not exclusively just doing that for, you know, 45 minutes until hopefully I get close to an orgasm. No way. <laughs> no no way, way, Jose. Yeah. Oh, I, wait, really quickly, I have a fun little uh, tidbit. Did you guys know that animals trib?
3: I did know that.
2: Yes. <laughs> animals. <laughs> female to female genitor sex is not exclusive to humans.
3: Yeah. I feel like I've of- seen those videos and I also follow an Instagram account that's just like lesbian animals and it's just oh. a lot of like it's Aww. it's a lot of like <laughs> animals being cuddly and like who knows the genders of the animals, but right. it's just like otters like hugging, right. but then Aww. occasionally it's like, you know, the hug animals scissoring. and I'm a fan. So <laughs> Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. It's very sweet. It's yeah. it, you gotta find like some that. uplifting stuff to follow on the on the yeah. old Instagram, or it'll beat the shit out of you until there's no reason for living. I say, like, someone <laughs> who isn't reasonably wow. tired Oh, hi, <laughs> Lucia!
0: <laughs> come here, baby. Speaking of, come here, baby. <laughs> you know, animals. Hi, puppy.
3: <laughs> Should we do the showdown? Yeah, you want to throw a title at us?
2: Yeah. Uh, my first title is "WAP Cardi B Lesbian Hard Tribbing Sex."
3: Interesting. Is oh, no. this actually Cardi B? Did you no. click through? I clicked through. It's
2: just two women, like, you know, twerking and to
3: WAP. It's someone um, tra- grabbing the trend and using yeah. that as the underscoring to be like, this is what we're all thinking about when we're watching the music video. Right. As, <laughs> as, as two bodies rubbing against each other. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. I've got a... Uh, long awaited doggy style trip that everyone's been asking for
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have how do they know I've been
3: asking for it Yeah Yeah Doggy style trip though like I'm confused by that I feel like only one person can trip you yeah. know in that scenario and you're like Yeah like on from an the ass. back yeah, yeah like it actually I don't know who's asking for this because it sounds logistically challenging yeah. and I'm looking for something logistically simple <laughs>
2: um next up i've got i'm hotter than you let's trip to sit on santa's lap
3: whoa i know accusatory yeah and that that like narrative took a turn like first it was about like who's hottest and then santa was there like where'd santa go yeah yeah i don't know it's crazy uh, I'll throw one more in. Mm-hmm. A little nap turned into a pussy tribbing. <laughs> <laughs> a little nap. <laughs> Which I'm, that one actually sounds really pleasant. I'm like, if that's the way to like wake up from a nap, it sounds fine. It yeah. sounds nice. What a know? lovely afternoon. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, next up, I've got tribbing with a friend. She made my pussy fart.
3: <laughs> oh. Wow. That's you interesting, because like, I wouldn't think that tribbing would cause a pussy fart. Yeah. Like pussy farts, in my experience, happen when there's something entering in- the pussy. Inserted, yeah, yeah. It's the movement of air. It's the it's the forcing oh, yeah. out of air. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But maybe she just needed a pussy fart. Like she had some air in she there from before, there. and it just happened. <laughs>
2: and it was just a good friend, just a
3: good friend helping you out. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> pussy farts happen. Releasing some gas, some air. Again, very sweet. The trib of a lifetime. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna watch that
3: actually yeah. cause I gotta know a lot of creativity on my end just a lot of really sweet titles you know less what makes it the Trib of a Lifetime <laughs> they know their audience it's pretty like a lot of these are a little more tender than some of what we stumble across
2: exactly it, the algorithm knows you too well I'm, yeah. I'm getting romance vibes which <laughs> I'm into <laughs> the Trib of a Lifetime mm. oh I've got one more for you. Give it to me. Some really hot lesbian tribbing going on here. <laughs> <laughs> some really hot lesbian tribbing going on here. <laughs> it's like something you shout to the back of the crowd. Hey! Yeah. Like we got some really <laughs> hot stuff going on right here. You better get in. Yeah. Take a there's look. There's an
3: onlooker who needed yeah. to let us know. That's good of him. Town ta- tribbing town crier. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Cool.
1: So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
2: I could stay here forever.
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: And we're back from a sexy little break. What did everybody Gentle do? break. <laughs> With all that time in your hands. Um, You probably listened to an ad. Fingers crossed,
3: anyways.
2: (laughs) Um, So the first video we're going to talk about is equestrian lesbians making out and dry humping on a couch. Because where else would they be? Um, This is from taylorraz.com. I know nothing else about that website. Um, We found it on Pornhub.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't find performers for this. Could you? No. No, I couldn't. No surprises there. I feel like these chicks did like this video and the other equestrian videos and right. and ran away yeah the only thing that feels <laughs> like a lie about the title of this video is uh everything everything like,
0: <laughs> except for the fact that it's couch
3: <laughs> yeah there is a couch
2: there is a couch and if you thought it was a vinyl couch you were right <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes uh
3: i don't believe that these are lesbians no uh, I don't believe that these are women who ride horses. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> uh,
0: those pants were so white. I mean they were so Brand white new. that they couldn't have
3: Yes. They couldn't have been riding no. right before that. They didn't just come from a ride as the yeah. dialogue would have us believe right. because uh, you can't just keep you can't keep white riding pants that white. No. It just isn't a thing. And it felt
0: very um, 2011, because I remember in 2011, I did go through a very, it was very 2011, very specific. Mm-hmm. I went through this weird phase where I have to have everything writing, <laughs> and I actually went to the LA stables, <gasps> and I bought um, boots and pants, and I was going to buy a jacket, and then I was like, I can't buy a jacket, that's too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like That'd be simply too much. That's too much. Yeah. That's just that. Then, then that's like then that's like straight up Dynasty. I yeah. can't go that far, and I'm like, who am I, Stephanie Beacham? That's too much. And um, but then I had the boots. Uh, the, they the the lady there made me buy the boots so tight. She's like, you have to buy them really tight because they are gonna stretch. Oh. And they I bought them so tight that I could feel um, my pulse. Oh, god. In my, oh my god calves no and it started to give me anxiety yeah wow did you ever break them in i did finally okay but it was like so painful like it it just took a long time to like break them in but they would they have to be i guess that shoe i i don't know they had to be that tight or whatever i guess they have to be that tight when they ride them because they have to be that tight when you have them on when you're riding because they have to grip the horse and Yeah. yeah I don't really know. I wasn't writing.
3: Yeah, it was just the accessorizing. <laughs> yeah. Did you
2: also wear plaid <laughs> knee high socks underneath your no. rain boots? Or was, the oh, okay. socks
0: I didn't like. And I was like, I really, I really didn't like them. And I wished at least they would switch them because yeah. they were just so color like hers was white and the other was. I, I'm like, I wish they would just switch the socks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were just so color matchy matchy that it freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, like, is that a thing? Like, do horse girls wear that?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I wish they would put the boots back on. I'm like, yeah. the boots were cool. Right. Yeah. I'm like, that's the reason to watch the video, right. is the boots. <laughs> the, boots. Yeah.
3: the Argyle socks felt like they were like, well, what do we do when they take the book, like the boots off? <laughs> Maybe matching socks. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel like, I don't buy those socks. No. They felt really like... Of a different world, but I, write us and let us know, listeners. Are right. argyle socks a requirement for horse girls? No,
0: <laughs> the the socks you have to wear with a skirt, like a short skirt. Yeah, that's a different fetish. You're mixing fetishes. You're right. You're that's exactly how I felt.
3: Right. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, like
0: you need a a, a plaid skirt and a Fair isle sweater. Yeah. Don't fucking, <laughs> you know. You're mixing metaphors, <laughs>
2: Victoria and Elizabeth. That's what I feel like their names are. They look like their names yeah. are Victoria and Elizabeth.
0: You need clogs <laughs> with those socks, and
3: that's final. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like, all I have to say about that. What are those called? Like yeah. the patent leather, like buckle top shoes? Mary Jane. Like, little. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or a Mary Jane. Yeah.
0: Or penny loafers. Anything. Or. Else. Um, A fry, like a fry, Mm -hmm. like a fry boot or something like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm really adamant about it. Like, but I I like a boot. I love an equestrian boot. I love an equestrian look. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was excited to click on the video, but then I was really disappointed when they (laughs) took the boots off and I was (laughs) really like, you know, it's like, I think I am a fetishist in a lot of ways and. So, you know, I do love an equestrian moment and I do love an equestrian look and I was just really offended that they took the boots off. And then my dog uh, was really excited by the kissing sound. Yeah. There
3: was a smooching. I'm glad to hear this because my dog does that in real life. Like, if I kiss someone, she's like, what are we doing? What snacks are we having? And it's (laughs) it's frankly a problem. It was a weird
2: (laughs) kissing. It wasn't even like, it was just, there was no tongue. There was nothing. They're kissing without tongue. Yeah. That's why I was like, this isn't even making out. Like, that part's even a lie. I was so concerned for the blonde girl. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she w- didn't want to touch the other girl. I don't think she really knew what she was getting herself into. The way she like h- touched the other girl's boob was so weird.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
2: yeah. I just was like, she's doesn't want to be here,
3: and she's not Her- enjoying this. Her body always looked awkwardly positioned where she yeah. was like constantly, like, sort of leaning away or, like, almost, you could just tell from her body language that she was trying to distance her body from the other girl while also, like, making out with her and touching her boob. But I was like, this doesn't bode well. Like, this doesn't look... Well, that's what I think what the sound was
0: about was she was trying to cut off the kissing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She was like, you're not getting in my mouth.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she was just trying to, like, cut it off, like... Yeah. Yeah.
2: I do appreciate that at least the Lisa brunette chose to trib on a human instead of a horse. You know, this could have
3: easily gone mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. But again, yeah. it didn't look like she was really getting no. friction. Like she was doing sort of the motion of riding a horse or like sort of performative humping where you're like, look how I can isolate my hips from my yeah. the rest of my torso. But like It it didn't look like she was getting, like, strong contact or was, like,
2: close enough. Well, isn't the whole point of those pants is that they have, like, padding and they, like, like, protect you? (laughs) Like, like, they can't be, like, conducive to getting off, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Unless you can move inside of them somehow or, like, trip against the pants against a person. But it sounds complicated. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. I think so because
0: they have a suede interior, so that there's a kind of fetishy element of the inside of the pants. I mean, I think that's why I like them is that the crotch and the ass part is like suede. Mm. Mm. Ooh! So that's that's the thing about equestrian pants is that Mm -hmm. the business end, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is like the ass part and the crotch part, is all suede lined. Yeah. So you have this sort of padding that's cushioned, but it's also like. it's fetishy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um.
2: Then they did this weird thing where they both got up on their knees and started, like, kissing, and they were just sort of, like, bobbing <laughs> up and down at the end on their knees, and I was like, what's happening here? Like, now they're just, just face-to-face, just sort of, like, bobbing up and down.
3: Yeah, reminiscent um, of, like, horseback riding, but without any of the sexuality, like, yeah. they managed to remove it. <laughs> yeah, in, like, slow motion, you know? I was very quickly bored by this oh, video. Oh, like, They had the early dialogue of like, thought you looked really nice on your horse. Did you yeah. think I looked good on my horse? And then the blonde girl refuses to speak. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just like awkward making out and awkward dry humping, and that's all we get.
0: Well, they did have a lot of the, um, the sort of like um, early aughts filigree on the shirt. <laughs> like the printing, <laughs> it was like really like... Showing, like, the vi- Victoriana of the filigree of uh-huh. the 2011 and 2012. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> You're giving so much credit to this video. I and what's Well, I mean, th- frankly, this video is, like, failing at something that, like, probably could have knocked it out of the park for you. Like, if they yeah. had gotten... The details of the accessories and the costumes and the like, boots and the riding pants, yeah. right? You, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you probably would have been really into this. Is yeah. that right, Margaret? Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, if it if it had like you know, I je- could have been really it, if they had left the boots on, mm-hmm. and it, it if they'd been into it, yeah, yeah, I think. Or even if they kept, if they they took the boots off, it's fine. If they had been into it, it would have been great. Mm -hmm. But they just didn't enjoy themselves, which I think is like. That's all. All it is. It's like yeah. if they're enjoying themselves. That's what I. I that's what I watch it for. I, anyway. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. I think we all do. Yeah. I think we're was, always yeah. looking for believable female pleasure, and it's it's harder than you think to find. But
2: yeah, yeah. Sure. And then some, yeah. they hear someone coming, in and then they're like, "Quick!" And then they put their boots back on, which I was like, "Walk me through <laughs> the reasoning here." <laughs>
3: why do we need the boots back on? we like, mustn't remove our boots for yeah. that's how they steal our souls yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. literally yeah. what a weird video yeah this yeah. was not doing anything for me uh, yeah I don't have anything else good to say about this any mm. last thoughts on this one? no
0: <laughs> I thought that the couch was going to make more fart-, fart sounds I did too
2: also a disappointment <laughs> the smooching just just really overpowered everything it
0: was very loud yeah, yeah. Ugh.
3: um shall we move on let's move on to the other vid yeah let's talk about crash pad series mm-hmm. that old chestnut that old reliable steed i love <laughs> the theme song for crash pad <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's funny. I've like never given it much thought, but now that you mention it, I guess I'm on board. It feels like grungy, you know,
2: like it yeah. feels very like a particular time and place. And it's like it kinda, does. Like, it does grungy, bring us like, back like, to like
3: the heyday of Crash Pad itself, yeah, for right, sure. Right.
0: It's very San Francisco. Yes. It's very <laughs> like San Francisco women produced porn. I found out about that series from Violet Blue. Oh yeah. Who um who loves that. She knows all all of uh them and um you know it's i i mean i i actually really love them and they always use uh that old reliable
3: uh the hitachi magic always
0: yeah yeah and there's i is my favorite yeah Yeah.
3: there's two of them in this which i was like oh interesting we can all get involved which is great like that's the first thing they They have the rechargeable yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah sign me up which is the best Mm-hmm. Um
2: I, I also love that sometimes, like, particularly in this episode with Olivia Woods and Vivi Marie, there wasn't necessarily, like, a storyline. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we just met each other, and now we're in this apartment. But this was just, like, they just happened to be hanging out. And she was like, I'm getting into toys. Like, let's play with some of these toys.
3: Yeah. Wait, can I read the description of this? Because oh, yeah. This choice. Olivia Woods seems surprised by Vivi Marie's new hobby of collecting sex stuff, but is more than compliant when Vivi tells them to take off their clothes and try out a magic wand. But Vivi's got more in store, a double-ended delight that sees Olivia riding high and showing off bright pink handprints. Fans of sex acts named after office supplies rejoice. (laughs) These two scissor harder than a coupon collector on Sunday. Oh my god. (laughs)
2: And we get a lot we get a lot of clit stimulation in this, and that's what I'm looking
3: for in a porn. I gotta say it. That's what mm-hmm. I'm looking for. I could have done with more tribbing. Like I did, yes. it's a long porn. It's like basically like half an hour, which is sort of the max that we subject ourselves to here on Girls on Porn. Yeah. And I loved it like when we got to it, but it was basically like in the last three minutes. Uh-huh. And I, like I said, personal preference, think of tripping as like an appetizer to the meal. Yeah, that we like get into sooner. Where this like happened much closer to the end, and mm-hmm. there was very little of it. That I was like, oh, interesting for like featuring it in the description. Like, could have done with more. But I agree that like, you know, yeah. this was hard scissoring when we actually got to it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and uh, there was so much happening. Like it was very dynamic, and that's why I love Crash Pad. Um, mm-hmm. and queer porn in general. I mean, it, there's just, like, the ingenuity, <laughs> you know, all the, like, the different positions. Like, I feel like I get so bored in straight porn because it's, like, <laughs> a blowjob, and then it's penetrative sex, and then a cum shot, you know?
3: Yeah, very, very standard through line. This also has what I love in Crash Band too, is it always feels, like, playful. Like, mm-hmm. they giggle and, like, acknowledge when awkward things happen, and you... There's a lot of communication, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of like, oh, do you like that? Like, what about this? Like, not overly dialogued, but just feels like a real explorative sex session. Yeah. Feels like an easy thing to ask for, but Crashpad <laughs> consistently does it and not everybody else does. Like, I believe these people are have having have really sex. big
0: windows, too. Like, the, the Crashpad series always have, like, really nice apartments. Yeah. <laughs> like, huge windows. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this one's kind of dimly lit, which is mm-hmm. interesting too. Like it feels sort of like moody, and yeah. something about that makes it feel really nineties to me. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah. Mm. you know, yeah. Um, we get some spanking, we get tickling. Mm-hmm. Where there's a
0: double-ended dildo that gets brought out. Mm-hmm. See, I never like the double-ended dildo. To me, it's kind of like um. I've never used them successfully. Mm. They're kind of uh logistically I don't know challenging what it is. they're logistically challenging they're never satisfying. maybe for one person it's satisfying, but mm-hmm. it's like it's never um I mean I think one person it kind of gets it and the other one is sort of just like wielding it. It's like water weenie or something <laughs> yeah <It's> yeah. Always, <laughs> It's always, like, weird and slippery and, like, not quite yeah. there and... Um, hard to wrangle. <laughs> it's hard to wrangle and um, it, it, it's it's almost, but never... It, it, to me, that's, like, the male fantasy mm. is that this should work, but it doesn't.
3: There was a little... Interesting, there was a little bit of that vibe in this where, like, the double-ended dildo and then the trimming came closer to the end and it was like... Uh, oh, I'm going to mix them up, but... A l- Nope, Vivi, I think, is on her back. Mm. And then Olivia Woods gets on top and is, like, sort of riding the dildo. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, let's pull those wands out again. Yeah. Like, I just was like, that's that's where I would take this at the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do, there was some fun stuff where I think Olivia was close to coming and Vivi was like, not yet, which is fun. Yeah, But when we get to the end, I was like, let's see that Someone sustained yeah. long-ass <laughs> orgasm that you can get with a wand. Where, yeah. and it, There was a little bit of that where she was like, uh, Vivi was like teasing at the end and kind of mm-hmm. playing with Olivia's vulva and like sort of like, we could tell that she had come and it had some of that like, whoa, sensation. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree that like a double-ended dildo is a challenging mm-hmm. thing and feels a little bit male gazy. But yeah. if you're into it, you're into it. I I just personally don't quite get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, personally, I just I've never been able to like get into it. And I've I've just never uh, I, I've never seen the appeal. And so I just never liked them. But I mean, maybe somebody likes it. I've just never seen it work. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. I've never seen it work with anybody else. So yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'd much rather watch like a, the 69 with the magic wands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that was i mean magic wands are like the most successful thing i mean ever. they're always i don't <laughs> i don't think that there's ever been a more successful dildo like or n- not dildo a uh, vibrator but I, and any even other iterations of vibrators that are even the copies don't come close yeah. for some reason the vibration patterns and they the way that they're constructed they're just perfect yeah. mm. incredible
3: only other closing detail. I loved Vivi's bra. It was, it sort of felt like retro, but mo- like it was sort of like a little mini tank top, but it had, it had like a vintage feel to it in a certain <laughs> way. And you know, I dig that. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I loved this video. Yeah. It was definitely. It was hot. Yeah, it was I, really I, Like hot. the arc of it, like I said, was sort of weird to me, but uh-huh. it still had so many hot elements that I was, I was here for it.
2: I left feeling sure. inspired. So Yeah yeah (laughs) which is what what more can you ask for in a porn
3: (laughs) yeah well thank you so much for joining us margaret cho what a fucking honor to have you on this i feel like you're a legend in this space um thank you it's it's meant so much to have you on and have you talk about like your fucking people that paved the way for you and it's so cool to know that you you. like the environment you grew up in. it sounds really (laughs) really helpful yeah yeah
0: yeah what progress Thank you, thank you. Well, this is really inspiring.
3: (laughs) Awesome, glad. We're we're trying to carry the torch forward as best we can. Yeah, and and just I love it. Point more more purple, more people to better porn. (laughs) Yes,
0: I'm so glad. Yeah, we need it. We need you. Thank you. You Yeah, we're trying. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to plug anything before we go? Um. Yeah. I. You can find me on um on all platforms at Margaret Cho and on Instagram at margaret underscore cho and um yeah i'm around i'll be back on tour when the pandemic is over <laughs> so
3: find me can't wait yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: and check out the yeah. the margaret cho podcast which conveniently comes out on tuesdays that's right before we come out on wednesdays and then i think yeah. recently we found a joel's come joel can boosters comes out on thursdays we're filling up your week is yes. what we're telling you yes <laughs> yay <laughs> with great podcasts yes Thanks so much for, for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram at girls on porn, that's porn without the O, on Twitter at GOP the podcast, and at our website girls on Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you give us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts, drop your Insta handle and we'll tag you and express our abundant gratitude. This has been Girls on Porn, the
2: only GOP that's actually good.